Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. And uh, we say good morning and Shavuot to Rolene Marks. Morning, Rolene. How are you? Good morning. I'm okay, thanks, and you? All right, thank you. Always good to speak to you. Rolene, what is the latest from Israel? So we still have great intensity of fighting, mostly around the Shuja'iya, Khan Yunus, Jabalia area, and we have seen those visuals coming in of uh, many Hamas fighters, Palestinian men uh, surrendering, which uh, has led to quite a bit of criticism around the world. Now, the reason that Israel does that, that uh, makes anybody that they, they capture or who surrenders stripped to their underwear is because they might uh, have strapped on them a suicide vest or have any other kind of of weapons. This is not an unusual practice. This is a practice that uh, the Allied forces used in Fallujah uh, and Mosul and something that we learned coming out of Operation Protective Edge is uh, uh, that we've had dilemmas for our soldiers before where they were confronted by uh, what looked like civilians, sometimes even women, who were strapped with suicide vests on, on mission. So we do have that coming in. The Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has said to the Palestinian uh, Hamasnikim, don't die for Sinwa. You know, give up now, surrender now. Uh, of course, our big concern um, are our remaining now 137 hostages. We did have it confirmed over the weekend that Sakha Baruch of Blessed Memory from Kibbutz Be'eri, uh, he was tortured and killed in Hamas uh, custody. Uh, Hamas said that the Israeli forces killed him when they attempted a rescue operation. Now we know that the rescue operation didn't go according to plan, but he was tortured and he was killed by Hamas. So we are very, very concerned about the remaining hostages. And, uh, you know, we unfortunately now know what is happening to our hostages, especially our young uh, females in uh, captivity by Hamas. And uh, the onus now is on the Red Cross, who've taken a lot of criticism from us for not ensuring that they visit these hostages, that they make sure that they have the medical attention that they deserve. And, of course, we were absolutely outraged uh, when we were told by one of the hostage um, families over the weekend whose daughter Doreen is being held hostage uh, when she met with the Red Cross she and her husband they told her but what about the Palestinians now nobody is denying that there are Palestinians that are enduring hardships but the spectacular lack of sensitivity to tell parents whose daughter whose beautiful young daughter is being held hostage by Hamas uh, you know, think about somebody else is absolutely obscene. It really is. It is perverse. I mean, I, I cannot... It, it, it's abs- I can't get my head around this, Rolene. It, it's absolutely perverse. And what is also perverse is that despite the mounting evidence that we are seeing from the IDF, who have been excellent throughout this war in making sure that whatever information that, that clears past the... Uh, the, the, the centers and, and a lot of information in a war is classified that we, we are seeing what they are uncovering in the tunnels, in the schools, 
in the hospitals uh, and it's marked with um, UN or UN agencies branding. Uh, over the weekend, a, a giant teddy bear found stuffed inside with a sniper's rifle uh, next to some other packages with UNRWA branding. And the refusal of UNRWA to uh, acknowledge and accept responsibility and the Security Council meeting over the, the weekend, the early hours of Saturday morning Israel time, uh, after the Secretary General invoked UN Mandate Clause 99, which allows him to bring to the Security Council uh, any kind of vote he deems a threat to international peace. Strange how he didn't seem to do it for Russia and Ukraine or any other conflict in the world, but maybe just somehow to do it for Israel. I don't know, Kat, maybe it's me. I just find it a strange coincidence. Yeah, no, it's definitely, but, um, it's just you. It's completely I, unique to you. Really. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. You know what? No, you know. Uh, Ro, you know what amazes me is that... The USB told that. Yep. Well, firstly, I think that Israel needs to start reporting on how many rockets are still being fired. Because unless you have the rocket app um, on your phone, as many, many Jews around the world do, which is how we know that rockets are still being fired, you wouldn't know that 11,000 rockets have been fired into Israel. In since, uh, well, somewhere around 11,000. Israel has just stopped reporting on it. What's normal, what's become normal would, for you guys I, I is not normal. That. Yeah. We are still reporting it, and, and there, there is international media, and here I actually have to give it to the British tabloid media, uh, believe it or not. Sorry to uh, ex-royals, but the Sun, the Daily Mail, um, and, and new channels, GB News, Talk TV, have been really excellent in showing the reality on the ground. I mean, we also have the phenomenal Trey Yingst from Fox News, who I think is the best war correspondent on the ground here at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's only 30 years old. He is exceptional reporting uh, rockets every, uh, every time there are barrages. And we had a major barrage uh, through to the center on, on Friday, and, and it's absolutely not normal. Uh, you know, people don't realize that even if we don't have sirens in our cities like Moody Inn, uh, because, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big area. So other parts of the city, uh, the forest next to us, Ben Shemin, uh, often receives sirens. And, and to sit here and either work during the day, as I, as I do, or to sit here on a weekend and, and be surrounded by these booms and shakes, it, it, it's absolutely terrifying. And, and you know, I, I've said to people over the last two months, this war permeates every aspect of our lives. Every decision we make uh, is centered around, will I be safe? Do I have access to this? Uh, you, you know, um, who can I step in for that has been called to the front? Uh, you, you notice that, that, you know, half our men are missing wherever you go because they're called uh, to defend our, our country. And, of course, we're in a very, very, very major state of shock, trauma, and grief. Yeah. Raleen, you know, never mind the long term, um, the effects of not having a workforce, you know, women having to stand in their certain jobs that, isn't, that are not being filled. 
um, I see that volunteers from around the world are being welcomed by Israel to work on kibbutzim and to keep the agriculture going and uh, and produce, which I think is amazing because there are a lot of people, I mean, not just cowboys, right, <laughs> um, that have wanted to come and volunteer and work in Israel. Um, just another another thing, a very interesting story that I saw this morning on Times of Israel is that an expert in ancient DNA and wildlife forensics is helping to identify October 7th massacre victims. Do you know about this, Rolien? Well, this, this shows you the level of uh, trauma inflicted on the victims of October the 7th. Uh, we, we've had archaeologists, teams of archaeologists in Kibbutz Beri, because, and, and I know this is very, very gruesome, but we have to bear witness because these were our people, our sisters and, and, and brothers. In fact, I'm going down south uh, in a short while today. Uh, our, our sisters and brothers were reduced to ash. For some of them, all that remains is maybe a bone fragment or a, or a tooth. And we have these experts coming in uh, with exceptional skills to help us identify a, a, a person. It, it is, if I tell you the level of trauma that, and, and pain that we are going through here, uh, and will be for many, many, many years, I think even generations to come, because this has changed us in Israel. It's, this is not an operation like in 2014. This is a war started in the most horrific, barbaric, depraved way in our homes, just 45 minutes away from where I am, uh, and what's left of us, of our, of our brothers and sisters, is beyond comprehension, and our children. Arlene, that is where we leave it today. That is where we leave it. And uh, look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. And may we have good things to report tomorrow. God bless. Amen.